It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Well, the knot of war continues to be pulled tighter around Ukraine. Tensions, of course, are continuing to rise. Uh, the U.S. has moved uh, embassy personnel out of Kiev, have moved them uh, further west. There are confirmed reports that uh, Ukraine President Zelensky has been notified that uh, February 16th will be the day uh, that an invasion will take place, that Russia is planning to uh, advance on Wednesday. Meanwhile, U.S. senators are working on severe sanctions. The mother of all sanctions is the way they're describing it. Uh, And a host of other things are happening in the United States and around the world. Uh, And the question then is, beyond the headlines, have we pulled the knot of war so tight? Is there any way to loosen that? And is there a diplomatic possibility still in the offing? Let's begin. Think you know the news of the day? Think again. Of course, this is an ever-changing dynamic in Ukraine as Russia continues to flex and to position, uh, to encircle. And now we are hearing all of the reports in terms of what will happen next, that uh, Wednesday the 16th is the day uh, that an invasion will begin by Russian troops. Uh, They haven't, of course, tipped their hand in terms of how that might be, whether that would just be using the 130,000 troops amassed on Ukraine border, uh, or if they will use other things. They've been really circling around and and have a host of options. The one thing that was interesting that came out uh, of all of the briefings today from the Pentagon and from the State Department is that Vladimir Putin continues to advance his readiness, improve his positioning, and increase his options. So, Readiness. Uh, it is clear that they are moving people around. They are clearly doing exercises there for readiness of the Russian troops on Ukraine's border. He's looking at the positioning, all the different angles uh, coming in from basically being encircled uh, nearly uh, with Crimea and uh, with other locations, and then increasing the options so that he actually that Vladimir Putin actually has options uh, in terms of how he would invade if he chooses to invade. And so with all of those things uh, as a heightened uh, sense of intensity and uncertainty, uh, the question is, is there is there a path out of this? Messages coming out uh, again from the State Department and from the Pentagon uh, have indicated that they still believe there are some diplomatic possibilities still available and still possible that they could get to. And we'll break those down in a minute. Uh, one of the things, of course, that uh, President Biden indicated over the weekend is that uh, any aggression by Russia will be met with swift, decisive and devastating response. Senator Lin- Lindsey Graham uh, on ABC on Sunday shared his opinion in terms of what would be the best course of action in terms of some of these sanctions 
that the Senate has been talking about in particular uh, as it relates to Russian advances. The best thing that can happen is for us to pass a sanctions package, pre-invasion with a waiver, post-invasion sanctions that would destroy the ruble and uh, cripple the Russian economy so Putin could see it in writing. That might help him decide not to invade, but we should be doing more in Congress. So that was definitely a call for the Senate to re-engage. The talks around these mother-of-all-sanctions has stalled out a little bit uh, late last week. And so Senator Graham saying, hey, the Senate needs to pick this up and move it forward because showing those sanctions, those potential sanctions in writing, uh, he feels might uh, have some sway or some influence on Vladimir Putin. Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi stated one of the reasons to have sanctions uh, imposed is how our NATO allies uh, will support these. Uh, the unity of our allies and NATO to come to an agreement as to the severity of the sanctions is very, very important. And that is something that Putin should pay very close attention to. She also shared what uh, she thought would be the result or the result she would hope to see as a result of those sanctions. If Russia doesn't invade, it's not that he never intended to. It's just that the sanctions Are you- were. So as you look at all of those, uh, had a, uh, a text exchange over the weekend with a uh, former ambassador to Russia, John Huntsman. And he, he wrote a piece uh, with several of his colleagues uh, in the Hill over the weekend that I think shows some of the path in terms of what could be done to de-escalate. Uh, not saying this is what will happen. These are things that should be considered to make that happen. And he wrote this with uh, Ernest uh, Moniz and Sam Nunn. Uh, Moniz was the uh, former Secretary of Energy, and uh, Nunn, of course, was uh, chairman of the Senate Armed Services Committee. So this is a a great wealth of experience coming from these three colleagues talking about how they could possibly move this forward in a better way. And I've shared this throughout the day today here on KSL News Radio, uh, but you may remember that back during the Cuban Missile Crisis, Uh, It was Chairman Nikita Khrushchev uh, who actually warned President John F. Kennedy uh, in the midst of that missile crisis. He said that they were in danger of pulling the knot of war so tight that they will not have the strength to untie it. And much of the rhetoric that we have been hearing over the, the last few days has, to me, really tightened that knot of war. And... Again, recognizing that uh, if Russia moves forward, if Vladimir Putin decides uh, that Wednesday the 16th is the day to begin uh, an invasion of Ukraine, that there will only be losers. Of course, Ukrainians will bear the brunt uh, of all of that uh, devastation. And, but I think uh, Russia won't be spared uh, a lot of struggle and heartache as well, uh, especially if Congress uh, can get their act together and actually get a set of sanctions uh, that can be enforced swiftly and decisively. I think that's uh, that's important. But we also have to to recognize that with those sanctions, uh, that's going to hurt us too. It will definitely hurt the Russian people. It will hurt the Russian country, but it will also hurt us in a number of ways, as it will other NATO allies and many in Europe who are dependent on Russia for natural gas and oil. So there are a host of things that are going to happen there. One of the things that I thought was really fascinating that uh, former Ambassador John Huntsman pointed out was just some of the things that 
could help to loosen that knot just a smidge, just a little, just to create some space. Uh, And some of those, of course, could be agreeing not to deploy ground-based, shorter, and intermediate-range missiles any further west, uh, that uh, they had some strong verification things there, reengaging on arms control, uh, those are things that uh, I think both sides would would definitely engage on. Talking about transparency uh, surrounding military activities and exercises, I think that's real critical. Uh, and there's there's a number of other things that I think could begin a diplomatic conversation that could help just kind of ease that knot just a smidge rather than both sides or all sides just pulling as tightly as they can on it. Because the thing we have to remember is that as we pull that not tighter, uh, then even human error uh, can begin to be the beginning of a significant conflict. Uh, We also know that Russia may try to to bait things in or to have a a false flag scenario. Uh, We know there are many things that could happen just in the intensity as that knot of war gets pulled tighter. Uh, And so over the next 48 hours, we'll watch very closely uh, to see if there are any who have the strength and the will to loosen that knot just a little bit and provide an alternative path for Ukraine, uh, for Russia, and for the rest of the world. Think again with Lloyd Matheson on KSL News Radio. A gun in the face. Then all of a sudden they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts.